Hello everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Hello my loves, welcome back. We are talking all about creativity today and how craft can be a way that we can balance our mental and emotional well-being. So if you're somebody that struggles with meditation, then maybe craft is something that you can do that can help slow down your brain and focusing on the activity. So we'll be talking to my special guest Nadia all about this in a moment. I am all about finding tools and techniques to help people to balance and to reconnect with themselves because so often we are not taught these and this is why I created my eight-week course Take Back Your Power so that you can find out the tools that work for you because we're all different. Some of us need craft, some of us need breath work to help regulate our nervous system but finding out what works for you, finding out what happened in your story that sort of making you behave in a certain way. Figuring all of that out can literally change your life because it changes how you feel on the inside and it allows you to be able to go for things that maybe you struggle to go for, especially when trauma has been blocking you, like relationships or going for more better jobs or more money or more opportunities because you're so frozen by your fear of not being good enough. And that is what Take Back Your Power is all about. It's a course to find out what works for you, what your story is, and how you can break those cycles that you grew up watching and be the healthier version of you. And it is very nearly Black Friday. (laughs) So I have got 50% off my Take Back Your Power course. So it's £300, but you can pay payments of £150 for two months. Um, You get coaching calls as well included in that. It's a great offer and a great investment in you. And trust me, you will come out somebody different to going into that. Somebody healthy, somebody that knows how to make yourself happy. And if you are part of my main list already, you already have an email with access to the link early. And the earlier that you sign up, I will be offering the first 10 people um, the power of no mini course which is all about setting boundaries completely for free so check out the link in the episode notes or check out your email um if you sign up to my mailing list i will also give you that link okay let's speak to nadia now hello nadia welcome to the podcast i'm so grateful to have you here i know we've been trying for a little while to have you on but i feel like this is the perfect month talking about intuition so did you want to introduce yourself and explain what it is that you do Hi Manpreet, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Um, So as you said, I'm Nadia. I'm the founder of a company called Inner Canvas. We create and curate um, really fantastic craft kits with a difference. Um, These craft kits um, basically 
um, give you everything that you need to create really amazing pieces for your home. But there's also like a really special element to them, which is basically they come with a CBT journal because we found that when people craft, they actually drop into an entirely different headspace, which is um, actually been proven to be called the theta state. Um, so there's mm. lots of kind of psychology and kind of um, science that goes into the art of crafting. Mm. It's so true because I guess it drops you out of your head. And then you start to sort of tap into a different type of energy, which can be so powerful. Like when you spend so much of your time just in your head, in anxiety, that kind of thing. So I bet it is really powerful. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's what it does is um, it's kind of like akin to meditation. So I like mm. to call crafting um, meditation with your eyes open. And that's wow. the tagline that comes with our with our craft boxes, because I've tried to meditate for years and I found it incredibly difficult, you know, there's kind of a backstory on onto how I'm sure we'll come on to it um, yeah how, how it came about but I've never really I've never really felt the benefits um until I started crafting and I could completely drop you know out of my head as you say and there is actually a saying it's um busy hands quiet mind and I yeah think that's really really like when your hands are moving and doing something and you're completely engrossed by something you do you completely you lose all sense of time you lose you know people might people might be talking to you and you're just in a completely different world um also known as kind of in the zone yeah the flow yeah so you're totally just zoned out and you're just enjoying and focusing on um, what you're doing so it's actually called the flow state so when you enter this flow state and it's all been scientifically proven um you actually access the theta part of your brain which is the meditative intuitive creative side um and you'll find uh, with children they can access this very very quickly um so for example if my daughter's drawing she can draw and draw and draw endlessly but if I interrupt her she gets very angry it's like mm. I've woken her up from, yeah yeah from a completely different brain state so I tend yeah. to try to leave her but as we grow older we find it much harder to be able to focus on just one thing at a time and that's yeah. the beauty of crafting is you just focus on one thing at a time yeah I love that I know some a coach like mentor that I've worked with um we were talking about like so how so I've struggled with anxiety a lot so similarly like sometimes like meditation or something like that just will not work for me because um I like I'm just used to that busy energy and it's too hard to come down from that to like a meditative state which is why like so I'll just color or something to help me to discharge that and get into like you say that sort of more mindful state and it is keeping my my brain still busy and my mind still busy but it's doing something that's a lot more gentler so I can see how that the benefits of it especially if you are somebody that struggles a bit with with anxiety I think it could be really powerful that's so you know, sorry to interrupt you but that's okay we come from a society where we always need to be doing and I think that, yeah that kind of program is so difficult it's very difficult to get out of so um if you can't meditate and you are highly anxious and you know keeping your mind still is it's really difficult kind of at the best of times and being mindful crafting's great because it actually gives you something to do but you also mm. get the benefits of, of feeling super relaxed and you feel refreshed and you've kind of lost yourself for a moment um in it so so yeah it's something to do but in kind of a meditative way and you make wonderful beautiful things I mean whenever I see the things that are in your subscription box I'm like I don't think I could make that that just looks far too beautiful like they're just there's so many different things that you uh, sort of um, help people to create so we'll come on to that in a second but the big question what I love asking people when I have them on is how they found 
this job that you are now doing? Like, what's your personal story of finding creativity? Sure. So, I mean, it's it's kind of, I'll, I'll try to summarise it as quickly as possible, <laughs> but um, I've always been really creative, kind of paint, you know, ruining my mum's carpet. She'd always moan at me because I'd have some sort of paint on it or something. I always loved all the creative stuff. Um, and I don't know, I, I think I come from quite a creative family. My, my um, I think my, my great grandfather was a tailor. Um, and my mm. grandmother was seamstress and my other grandmother yeah so they're just generally really hands-on uh, practical yeah yes definitely and my um great-grandfather was a tinsmith so they're just very crafty people you know craftsmen mm. um, I don't know if this kind of stuff gets passed down but yeah I, maybe I, yeah, I well it feels kind of, good to you so possibly yeah, yeah definitely really drawn to it so always been really crafty but as I grew older you kind of tend to do less of these things when you're out with your mates and you're busy working um didn't really do anything creative really until uh something happened which was um I had a baby (laughs) so so yeah I had I had a baby um at the age of 34 um pregnancy was really I I would have to say it was not easy um Mm. I had prenatal and postnatal depression so I got depression before I gave birth and I had depression after I gave birth which was probably 100 times worse than the prenatal depression wow obviously feeling super duper guilty because we'd so wanted a child for many years and then when she came along I just couldn't feel happy that she was like here finally and I was like what is and it was the guilt of like what is wrong with me what is wrong with me anyway so a few years passed and I didn't actually know I had depression I just kept on saying it's the hormones it's the hormones I'm going to be fine Um, and three and a half years passed uh, until I realized actually do you know what there's something really up here I need to go and get some help Um, so what I did is I started therapy but at the same time, just coincidentally, I'd finished reading a book called The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And just the title was The Year of Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. I've heard of that book. Is it yeah. good? It's oh, good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, do you know what? I'm Because obviously when you fall into depression, sorry, not obviously, but when you fall into depression, you want to, you, you, it's just natural. You don't want to meet people. You don't want to stop saying out. yes. Yeah. So I yeah. stop saying yes. Like my friends would say, let's go out. Let's do it. And I was like, no, no, no. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to be brave. I'm going to say yes. So a friend had messaged to say, there is an art and craft course on at the local center. Would you like to go? And I kind of thought, do you know what? It kind of, everything fell into place because it was on a Thursday and it just happened to be the day that my daughter was in nursery. And I thought, do you know what? It just feels like I'm being called. Let me do yeah, it Yeah, it's meant to be. Totally. And I kid you not, I went for this course. It was a 10 week course at the local centre, just kind of run by the community. And um, it saved my life. I have to tell mm. you, it completely, I was so down about everything. I met the most wonderful, caring people um, we crafted together, we talked um, about how we were feeling and what we were doing. Um, we made amazing things, you know, each project was just so meaningful. Um, I kid you not, like during, I think after about six weeks of the 10 week course, I stopped therapy. Wow. So my therapist just said to me, you seem a lot calmer. And I said, do you know why? Because those voices in my head that keep on saying you're a horrible person, you're a bad mom, how, you know, how could you bring this precious little thing into the world and you're not even grateful um how could you feel that way you know that guilt and when I crafted I could switch that off mm. and that was the incessant chatter like that's the anxiety and the the kind of just yeah the negative talk yeah the yeah completely turned against me 
um and then you identify with them you just think yeah I am a bad person I am a bad yeah anyway so when I crafted I could totally turn this off and it was so addictive I just would just want to craft I just want to draw even coloring helps so much yeah you know what if I can just control that and I, I sound like I've got voices in my head. I think we all do. But oh, yeah, we definitely all do. Inner, it's the inner critic that you're not good enough. It's that loud, shouty, negative voice, yeah. isn't it? That we Well, it's our ego, our survival brain sort of I just do. piping up. And I can imagine having a baby and all the hormone changes. When we've had like childhood trauma, we've had things happen in the past. A pregnancy is something that's going to shake up what you've already had going on and just bring it all to the surface oh, really? I've heard it so many times with yeah. like clients and things so I'm, I'm not so surprised great. yeah I'm so grateful because I, I had a bit of a breakdown but I like to call it my breakthrough because that's yeah. the undoing of all the social conditioning all of the conditioning that I had growing up and I was able to really just sit back from it and question everything yeah kind of really pri- prioritize my what I believed in and what I wanted to do with you know with my child etc um, but I couldn't do that if I, if I had this voice in my head and what crafting allowed me to do is to switch that voice off and actually go do you know what H- who am I <laughs> because I'm a mum now and this is all really new and different and I yeah I didn't really feel like I was what I was do- I didn't really feel like I knew what I was doing but then I realized that nobody really does and we're all no. doing it and it was just making light of it just made me feel so much lighter and I mm. I didn't have that heaviness in my life anymore um, and having stopped therapy and then continuing on with the course finishing the 10 weeks one of the um actually her name was Angela she was absolutely amazing she kind of took me under her wing and she said I can see you're really enjoying this would you like to come back and volunteer because we've got another group running oh that's like, so oh, lovely yeah, so she kind of threw me a real lifeline because I was getting sad that the end of the 10 weeks was ending but she goes look we're running another cohort would you like to come and join us um and I did and you know the rest I guess is kind of history I helped her for a couple more cohorts mm-hmm. and then um she we became very good friends like exceptionally good friends and she took me aside one day and she said have you ever thought about writing your own course like did you ever think about like maybe you could you know you could do this yourself like you could run your own sessions because community really needs it and I was like yeah it's such an important thing yeah so I actually, Inner Canvas actually started as a 10-week course. So I designed my own course and I ran uh, the groups with cohorts of people pre-pandemic, obviously. So in person? Like, yes, in person. Yeah, in my home, which was really nice because we call, I kind of like to call them kitchen table talks because I think the kitchen tables is something really special. Yeah, it's such a powerful thing. Well, I love that you guys are t- talking as you're creating. So you've got that real release as well. And also because you're talking while you're creating your conscious, you know, your unconscious, your subconscious mind can't get involved about what you're talking about. And you're probably talking much more authentically. Absolutely. Like because it's like that layers come off. And it's eye contact as well. Some people don't like opening up with eye contact. Yeah. Wow. I I do tend to find that it takes people about four to five weeks to warm up because remember when it's a new group you don't know these people but by the end of the 10 weeks I still have a lot of friends that I made in those groups just people who have been such a huge part of my life because it really bonds you we've got so many amazing memories um, and obviously we've got all the stuff that we've made up in our homes and yeah we just had a great time and obviously they then also meet up because they're in the community and they we all live kind of here in Reading Um, so it's yeah it's just it's just oh, I love it. Yeah. it sounds I wish I could come it yeah, sounds fabulous I'm always looking for something creative in my area there isn't any I haven't found one yet oh. um so 
were you doing a diff like what was your job before is it very different it was very different I've um I've got a a bachelor's in engineering and an MSc in project management so (laughs) it was very technical very you know science-based um, I knew I always wanted to do something creative, but I think it was always, my parents would always say, you know, have your core and then have your sideline, like just keep it on the side. But yeah. having my daughter and my priorities really changing, I was like, well, what makes me happy? And actually being mm-hmm. creative and teaching other people how to be creative. And not only that aspect of, well, actually, this is how I can teach you how to do embroidery, but I can actually teach you how to feel better through doing such activities yeah it's not I make a difference to them for some yeah. people like you walking into that course that you went to it completely changed your life right and yeah. for some other people yeah that are really struggling with anxiety that they're doing things other mindfulness techniques which are not working for them because we're all different and we all need different yeah. things to help us to regulate and what I love is that you know you were taking that time out for you which is self-care you were connecting and all of these things you were ticking so many boxes by just going to a class yeah. and connecting with people which is amazing yeah absolutely no it was yeah it, it was probably one of the most profound experiences of my life because I was in such a bad spot and to be completely transformed into you know somebody who was like who actually looked forward to getting up in the morning yeah (laughs) that's a really and that's just through the power of craft it wasn't I wasn't that I wasn't on any medication I wasn't eating any different there was no dietary changes you know it was literally just the power of of well it's amazing because you found the thing I found a thing that, that like lit your heart up so you could step away from the I mean so much I mean I come from um like a much more technical career and background which I did and I just pushed myself through because I got paid that's the way I was raised you know I was I always knew in my heart that I loved helping people and all these things but I was never encouraged well I wasn't allowed to do any of those things you know but I knew it I always knew my career wasn't right for me I could feel it I just knew it and then when I started to step into what you know more what I do now it was my heart that told me that you followed your heart and look how much happier you became just from doing that like just you know and I bet you that made you a better mom that made you like more balanced it It made you give you peace it's like incredible what happens when we follow our own heart so it's just amazing and I just love how it found you as well like that's like you know I love a bit of woo-woo and I just think that's the universe just trying to go here this will help you this will help you do this it's being brave and taking the jump you know I could have said no and who knows where I'd be right now um but yeah and all the you know like you said like you quite started to question all those those society cultural beliefs that this is a path that we should be following but you realize that actually that doesn't feel good to me this feels really good to me and that you can be brave enough to make that shift yeah I mean I grew up in the 80s so I'm a bit of a Disney child and you know I I did I honestly thought that I'd grow up and live happily ever after you know I'd get the car the house the baby the husband and be happy and I got there and I wasn't and I honestly seriously questioned myself like what is wrong with me and actually it wasn't there was nothing wrong with me it was or, or your family even oh family, you know yeah. yeah like your child or your husband yeah no 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 they were they were perfect but it was just my perception of what is good like seriously like is this it because I'm not happy so what you know then you'd question yourself and you say what what is wrong with me but actually it was it was the delight in taking that time for myself um being kind to myself and just being you know being really mindful for example you know that's the great thing about the journal sorry just to bring 
bring that back into it is that the, the journals that we include are loads of additional mindfulness exercises that you can do once you've completed your kit and they kind of they come in these beautiful journals and they're all different colors and they just they look great on a shelf as well but they're really powerful exercises that we um that we've actually worked with a and a, a one of the top therapists her name's Lindsay Grant and she has a company called First for CBT um, and she's amazing and even just in working with her I myself have completely changed my outlook on on life it's been incredible oh I love it I love how your work has just helped you even more which is amazing when you start doing what you're meant to clearly you're meant to do this and you're meant to help other people to do it and I just love that so I know that it's evolved obviously because we had a pandemic so what happened with the courses after that? Yeah. Like, what did you do? <laughs> so when it, it was all a bit up in the air, wasn't it? We didn't know if we were going to meet or were we allowed. Also, obviously, I had to close the course, which was such a shame because so much, so many people from the community were getting so much. Especially out. at a time like that, it's probably so yeah, needed. Absolutely. And I, what I did is I, was like, I just kind of thought, well, how, especially, yeah, as you say, in this time, everyone's stuck at home, they're probably bored don't know what to do you know that you can only have watched so much Netflix and you just mind mind you know numbed and you kind of probably think something needs something different but I think people really suffered in the pandemic as well mentally and crafting you know crafting boomed so we'd set up a um a craft subscription box which was a monthly payment um and you basically receive a brand new project every month with a new journal that's written, everything's themed. So for example, we've had, um, you know, a box called Transformation and in there we've got some beautiful, um, that was an autumnal box actually, and we did embroidery in that project. We've got the moth, because obviously that's very symbolic and um, of kind of transforming. And then lots of kind of really cute toadstools, mushrooms, and just like the seasons changing. And the journal that comes with that was, you know, super brilliant. Get gets you outside, gets you doing like a photo journal. Um, there's some mindfulness exercises in there. There's like loads of cutouts. You can like leave little um, quotes and things on people's, you know, bus stops and those kind of things. So it's just really about getting people out and about. And oh, I love it. Yeah, so I need to get one of these. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm going to. You just like as you're listening to this, I'm like, oh, when I get off, I'm going to actually order one. <laughs> like, because they are incredible and you do different things don't you every month so it's a real mix it's not like you're doing the same type of crafting like you've really like using your creative mind to come up with like lots of different ideas which is just amazing thank you yeah exactly it's it's trying to give people a variety because you might try embroidery and go do you know what I didn't really like that and the um the great thing about the subscription was that you could um you can basically, if you did, when the project was released, you could basically pause or skip the box. And then if you like the next project, you could go for that. And that was, you know, really quite a good thing. Um, the one thing, sorry, that I wanted to say was, I know that when people saw the projects, they felt very intimidated. And I, I think there's, I need to emphasize more that I am a teacher. So yeah. I, I have worked with a lot of beginners um, and I completely understand the anxiety of, oh my God, like for a start, I don't want to get this wrong. But I've always preached, you know, progress over perfection. Um, and each box comes with a video tutorial. So that's, you know, I do, I actually create those myself and I talk about everything, like literally, right. So now we're going to start the stitch. This is how you do the stitch, line them up like this. Um, you know, think about spacing. You know, I give you all the tips and tricks that you need to make sure that you have a successful you know that you you're able to complete your boxes because I think there's no point buying a kit and then not finishing it because that yeah makes me feel really sad because I I love to see all the completed projects that people have done 
Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's just something like, um, I think I said this to you as one of my questions, because I just thought of myself doing it. And because of the way that I've been raised, <laughs> like, basically, I've got that belief in my head that I'm not good at crafting or with my hands. Like, you know, I find it really funny that when I colour or do a drawing, I literally draw like a seven year old. It's like I'm still a child when I do crafting. So, yeah, my mother in law is really into like creating things. And I just feel like when I do it, I just go into a child and I'll do it like that. So, yeah, I think and that just gives me anxiety if I have like an adult project, like I'd rather do a child one because I feel like it like it's really weird. I don't know if it's just my inner child just playing out, but it's just something that happens when I start doing that kind of thing. Um, but a video would be yeah. helpful. Yeah, I mean, that's Manfred, just to kind of talk a bit more on that point. I think growing up, um, not being allowed to make mistakes is is very, very damaging. Um, yeah, I think we were talking previous to this podcast I, I have a daughter and we always encourage making mistakes because I say when you make mistakes your brain grows because she'll not get it she'll not get it wrong again next time because she's made a note like a mental note of oh okay that was wrong and next time I need to do it this way and then she'll get it right and if she doesn't do that first bit she'll never get it right so I think growing up in an environment where we're not allowed to make mistakes and especially as adults we're kind of supposed to know it all yeah um, crafting gives us a really great way of making mistakes because it's like a playing field you can just yeah. experiment and play and go oh the clay did this oh the clay did that oh okay that doesn't matter and it doesn't have to be perfect and you can just play and exactly. and you know for people like myself I wasn't allowed to do those things and I used to really love them and I know like my dad would really like literally force us to study over play so I think sometimes like doing something like that I'm like oh I have to be perfect otherwise like what is the point but I think just um explore I think even like I love that you do a journal because that might be something that you can explore while you're doing it because it might just flush out some like limiting beliefs or some like patterns in your brain or whatever when you're actually doing it because I can imagine that happens through the process as well yeah absolutely and I think you know for some reason it's so sad we just forget to play as adults it's like we're not yeah. anymore because you're grown up and actually it's so important to always continue to have that aspect of play in your life yeah and crafting be it through you know be it through I don't know like decorating your home through expressing yourself from the way you dress you know it's play it's color it's it's mess it's you know it's mm. your cooking you know it's just um it's it, I don't know it's so important to express ourselves and it's interesting because we both come from an Asian culture that is so incredibly colorful yeah all the colors and all the but yet when it comes to actually you know being able to play and be creative it's it's somewhat stunted unfortunately yeah um, I definitely think like being children of immigrants it's just yeah. something to do with that, but it's different when you're maybe in India or wherever it is that you come from. But yeah, no, it's 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 so mad. And I think like you talked, you sort of touched on it. How you know crafting got huge during a pandemic, yeah. Because like people needed these things to keep their brains busy, because you know like there was so much stress and anxiety and unknown and uncertainty going on, and just to be able to connect to it and. And everyone's forgotten about that now and gone back to their busy lives, yeah. um, which is really sad because actually it's such a beautiful thing to do. And, you know, that can bring you happiness and bring you joy, which I like um, I always say to my clients, like, are you scheduling joy into your life? Like, literally, are you remembering to put it in there? 
so like you know you know like have less plans or you know do less less of something else so you can bring in something like this that can really give you that sense of joy and I just love how and I know that when you were doing it initially with community but how it really brings you back to your sense of self because you're doing the activity and you can hear your like quite a more intuitive voice so you know I, I share this quite often that during the pandemic I was doing my painting like a child like I said I do and it was through that moment that I had the idea to do the podcast like it literally came through me because I was just being creative so I was tapped into that sort of theta energy like that you were talking about like you know that's where it came from and I always think god I need to go do something because I'm not feeling as in the flow or I'm not as creative as I normally am and um yeah so it's just that's how powerful it is I think it brings you back to your heart and your own your true self which is who you discovered in your course when you were doing it I did and I think it um I don't know if you've watched the movie Soul it's a Disney movie oh I need to watch it I've heard of it because if you if you struggle to understand the concept of flow um and where you and where you go Disney have done a fantastic um cartoon called it's an animation called soul and basically when this guy plays the piano he enters a different dimension um which is basically what we do we when you craft you you know as you or as you were doing you were painting you do you completely enter a completely different dimension Um, and I think yeah it's just incredibly healing and incredibly powerful and I think when people say what do you want like what do you want out out of your life I don't want to be happy I just want to be peaceful yeah that's for me is is the ultimate is just to be peaceful yeah it's amazing and I think like for you have you noticed that because it's almost like this thing launched in you where you've come up with all these amazing creative ideas of how to help people how to help people with their mental health like I bet they're spilling out all the time oh I could do this I could do it because you've kind of really connected to your special power because yeah. obviously this is a gift that you have to give us in this world and I just think it's so incredible like sometimes like I'm doing I'm writing a second course at the moment and it's trying to help people to connect to their intuition and I sort of had this idea for this course but I didn't actually really know what I was going to do and like and Simon my husband he's just like how are you doing this and I'm like I don't know I'm just coming out with ideas all the time of what to put into it and I don't even know where it's coming from and I think that's the thing that's that sort of creative I mean I know I'm making slides it's hardly the same as yours but or coming out with like resources and tools and things but it's the same thing it's the same kind of energy and it's literally coming out of nowhere I'm absolutely loving it then my clients see and they're just like oh this is incredible and it's I just like I created that and I just don't know where it came from it's like it's just come out of nowhere have and that's read, the beauty of um, creation. It really is, yeah. If you have you read um, Elizabeth Gilbert's um, Big Magic? Yes, I have. Yeah, yes. And the concept in there is that kind of inspiration strikes in English. Obviously, that's how that's kind of the the saying that we say, don't we? And it's interesting how in the section in the story where she'd had a very specific storyline about it was based in the Amazon and there was some sort of train track and and you know it was very specific and she basically parked this idea when inspiration is struck because she parked it for two years and then found out that another author had written of the same story about the Amazon and a train track. Oh um, my gosh, because, that's crazy. Yeah, because, it's because the inspiration had um, it chosen someone else because she didn't do anything with it. And yes, I love that. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic book. but And it's obviously, it's about being creative, but it's about when inspiration strikes, do it, use it, you know, have a go. 
and I just love how fast it is yeah. <laughs> it comes so quickly does, like yeah. um, but other times when we're like forcing ourselves to do a job that we hate mm. or that we feel we have to do it's so much slower it's so much it drains you of energy but when you're doing something that you love that's connected to your intuition it's like it gives you a burst of energy it's like yeah. a completely different it's thing so that we are just not yeah. taught we're not taught that at school right we're not taught about to find the thing that we are so good at that comes to us so naturally yeah. that flows through us that could, like, that creates a difference in this world we're just not shown how to do that we're, ta- we're taught how to turn it absolutely all off yeah I think you're completely right and I don't I don't know this is just a kind of a concept that I'm 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 thinking about more as a female is that I think we have a sixth sense and that is intuition and we're not taught to follow follow it and I think I think intuition very much sits for me it sits in my stomach um Mm. it sits in my gut so when they say follow your gut it's actually actually that's like your second brain Mm. um biologically like I I don't know but I think you if you get a feeling you've got to sometimes logic works but sometimes your feeling is right and I think it's just following that so if you you know as you say you've you've had a good idea and you're excited about something and it gives you all this energy you've just got to try it haven't you and you just never know I bet you never knew going to that class no that it would lead you to like creating these boxes and changing all these people's lives that you've touched with your work like that's just so incredible that's all you just following your heart that's just amazing isn't it a whole new job out of nowhere I know it's been that really just came cool. from you like that's we're such creators that's really of our own lives when we allow it to happen um rather than when we force ourselves doing a path that we think we should be doing that just brings us so much like unhappiness like I love how it's just transformed your life and you've sort of set it into a completely different direction it's just it's so incredible and what kind of results have you noticed with clients and people that have done your workshops and you know subscription people and the kind of things yeah. that they're sort of saying I think not only the fact that they're able, I think it's more, wow, I didn't know that I could make something like that. Um, and Aww, I think well, anyone can self-esteem. Make, yeah, it's like they say anyone can sing. It's just you need the right guidance and you need the correct teacher. Um, it's just, I like I like to create tutor- video tutorials so that it feels like, so obviously with my people who are in class, I could look over your shoulder and say, how are you getting on? Um, can I help you? Um, and they might say, no, no, I'm fine. And I think... Um, Oh, sorry, I'll start talking about that. Sorry, I just had like another thought that I'll talk about. <laughs> That's all right. But um, but yeah, the, I did a questionnaire beforehand and after for my in in uh, person sessions, and there was a dramatic improvement in people's well being. Um, I asked a variety of questions, um, and I think it was more. It was the not only was it the crafting, but it was also the sense of um, community. That, mm. and the group because it was kind of like group therapy because we would yeah. we'd have a moan and you know we'd we'd maybe talk because one of the concepts was um one of the um sessions that I ran was about anger um and I thought that when you're angry it's because you're a bad person uh, and you can't control yourself but actually it was because there was all this kind of conditioning and trauma that I'd suffered and it wasn't I wasn't able to kind of understand that and it was in talking in the group therapy with my clients that they might say oh I don't get angry or um when I'm angry I do this and I'm like wow this is so it's so good to share because you don't talk about you know how you kind of cope with these things but in doing so I had 
some much quieter members of the group who didn't feel like sharing but at the end of the group at, at the end of the session at the end of the 10 weeks they said to me it's been so helpful you don't know how amazing it's been just listening and just talk you know just kind of listening to you all and even though I didn't feel brave enough to share it's yeah. changed my life um well, you feel less alone that we yeah. all struggle with anger yeah. we all struggle with guilt we all struggle with shame and our inner critic yeah and we all have these things right but we just hide them away but actually when we just open up about them we just feel less alone and feel more yeah. connected to each other and that's you know a much more powerful place you Absolutely. know it's yeah. just and, like it's so know, lovely the subscribers as well have written to me you know they write to me personally and say we're so you know grateful for the service that you're providing and you know don't stop and keep going and it just gives me the gives me all the encouragement that I need oh I love that I love that I know people like um you know like friends that are like so arty and they're always trying to find a way to you because they know how much that art that skill helps them and they just so want to put that into into something to help other people because they just know like a bit like you they can feel that joy and I know somebody that she's like gone down this whole route to become like an art therapist but it can literally be as simple as setting up a class and just showing people it's just it doesn't have to be you know a whole degree or anything like you can just do it and just bring people together and to talk about it it's just yeah I'm, I'm not qualified I'm not a qualified therapist the material that we provide is therapist approved um I would not um even think about offering kind of anything I, I am I am craft is therapeutic um and I think that's an important distinction art therapy is a very it's a very formal type of therapy I just sorry and it'd be good to actually talk about the differences between art therapy and craft therapy yeah and um, because art therapy as you say your friend has actually studied she has a degree and I wholeheartedly respect the art therapy community um and what they're doing for the world um craft therapy is different because it's in um so for, without therapy for well in art therapy for example you will have um a piece of paper like a blank piece of paper and you might draw something on there there'll be um, a variety of colors that you might use and then it would be deciphering what you've drawn or what you've made to kind of bring meaning to that yeah draw out um potential traumas etc and these kinds of things but with craft therapy it's um giving you the headspace to be able to um process things yeah just be it's an entirely different kind of aspect of yeah therapeutics if you if you kind of yeah and I love it because actually craft it's just it's like another modality to process your own emotions like you know like I with my clients I'll do tapping or I'll do um like some breath work it's like another modality that can that can give you some space slow you down so you can actually process and release which is fabulous and some people you know I that that will just work so wonderfully for them and their energy like it did for you and for other people it just may not but it's all about finding the thing that works for us and that helps us to come back into balance so you know it sounds like it's something that really supports you is it something that you as a as a mum you know your daughter's getting older do you still do you make time for your own personal practice yeah to help you yeah, I mean, obviously, aside from creating the the kits, I think um, those I those I find very few. Even just creating the kits, I find that very therapeutic because obviously I have to create them and then I have to photograph them and you know all the do all the business stuff. Um, but it is having my own 
yeah I, I'm just there is a never-ending supply of inspiration especially from social media where you just literally look at things people have done and you go oh my days like how for me it's always how did they do that and how can I do that and it's just oh, I, I will it. I'm literally like a mad scientist in my classroom <laughs> I make such a mess and I'm like oh I could cut this bit of ribbon and I could put that bit of material on there and I could maybe get a canvas out and tear it up and you know it's just crazy um and it doesn't even need to be that expensive you can literally just use a pen and paper um you can do some origami it's kind of there's so many different levels I guess yeah and as for a personal practice it's it's something I will do for the rest of my life um, and I I feel that I'm I'll never stop learning either because there's always something new and it must have such a positive impact on your daughter yes so yeah. like has she found her love of I know you mentioned her coloring and stuff like that but yeah. you know just first of all having a mum that's regulated got her own tools which is yeah. such a powerful thing as a parent I don't know entirely with my daughter just yet <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out she's very much a drawer she's like her dad because her dad is an incredible artist like he's oh wow very he's really fantastic like his side of the family are all calligraphers and oh wow there's yeah. so much of it in your yeah. family so both I'm sides still, I'm still waiting for it to like completely but she's only six but um I think in the later years she will observe as she's observing me she will have a very can-do attitude where she might see something like a canvas I don't know or even she's very much started getting into sewing so we've got the sewing machine now she's only six obviously I'm there to guide her but she wants to create stuff so she knows that she can have an idea on paper so we'll talk about designing things on paper and then bringing them into life and creating them you know creating things into reality for example this week we just sewed a little cape for her my little pony doll which which for me is like okay fine but for her it was so huge and she was so excited oh that is so adorable I love it and it's just like she created it in her mind and then she actually made it and brought it into reality like what a beautiful skill to have right and so often we don't think we can make our dreams like as children like I know I certainly was not thinking that I could create my own like bring it into reality. I've had to learn how to do that, but that's just such a beautiful gift to her, to give to her. That's like amazing. Yeah. Bless her. And it must help. I don't know if you notice when she's doing her creative things, how it helps her to regulate her emotions as yeah. a child. Yeah. I've noticed that, um, that we've had to leave her to just do her drawing um, for, even if it's for a couple of hours, she could literally go on and on. We go through so much paper, but Aww. I've noticed because we are homeschooling her. So it's, um I'm it's tough um so I need to allow her to have her downtime as well which is fair um and if that's if that's the way she say for example that's if that's the way she wants to process it that's fine but also things like doing schoolwork we might draw something so we might talk about aeroplanes because she's really into aeroplanes at the moment and then what we'll do is we'll draw an aeroplane um and then we'll you know talk about the various parts and then maybe craft one up as well and bring that drawing into reality oh wow it's not hard to make something from a like you need to plan and then you need to think about your materials and then you need to like have a go and we're going to stick something wrong and it's going to fall off and okay we have to think about a different type of glue but in the end we have something that's finished and we I always say progress not perfection I always mm. say to her done is better than perfect yeah I definitely I refuse to make you know I refuse to put the pressure on her that things should be perfect because um also with crafting I try to say to people that if you don't make a mistake it actually looks like a machine's done it and 
there's no character there's no mm. pc and i think we're human and we're fallible and we make mistakes and that's kind of beautiful i don't know yeah it's kind of quite poetic but i i do it's I really so true yeah. and just like you know just loving it for what it is yeah. <laughs> like yeah that's there's just, a it's there's also a life yeah, yeah. it's wrong there's something wrong but but that leads it back to you and that's we're not here we're not here to make things perfect and that there is um a very famous craftsman called william morris um he's from england i think he's from east london actually kind of walthamstow area he's passed away now but he started something called the art and craft movement which is when the industrial revolution happened um sorry this is a bit heavy but it's really interesting <laughs> he, no. was, he's, he started kind of a union because all of this manufacturing was coming in and all the craftsmen were out of business mm-hmm. um, and all the handmade stuff like the beautiful carvings and everything that he used to do all the designs and the, the um, paintings that he used to do you could basically just print those in a print shop and sell them for the same price you know and it just kind of ruined that craftsmanship and the history yeah. and the history as well that came with yeah all that handwork that handiwork that people used to do yeah, and I think coming from, um, as I say, my great grandfather was a tinsmith, and it was all handwork. But he had it was a hard life, but it was a peaceful life because he had that time to to slow. I guess decompress as well. Yeah, you know, just whatever was going on in the world at that time, which would he had fifteen have... kids as well. So yeah. oh wow, gosh, no, but he had to escape somewhere. <laughs> Look, I just need to get away. I need to make something. Get away from all these kids. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely a simpler time, isn't it? Just like just doing something like that, whereas so many of us are in, um, you know, very stressful jobs and things like that, that we don't have that time even as part of our job. So to be able to bring it into our lives is just so, so important. And if anybody's listening and they're like, obviously, you know, they can buy your kit, which will be fabulous. But if they just want to get at home and start to explore crafting, like what could be an easy thing that they could just take up? So... I mean, there's so many, there's so many options. For me, the best thing you can possibly do um, is to go on Pinterest because Pinterest is great for kind of really practical projects. Really, you can go, you know, you can just type in um, easy craft projects and just see what it comes up with. Oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah. That sounds great. You know, and the th- what I, how I like to design my projects is that they're either decorative or they're practical. And if they're decorative, I try to include things like semi-precious stones. You know, one of them had um, real Indian um, semi-precious stones on, like actually embroidered into it. There's crystals. So I try to make them like really fun, adult, kind of posh, like like family heirlooms that you can, that are really nice, like book binding. You can do something like that. But there's some really simple stuff that you can just literally do with a pair of scissors, a bit of glue, and especially with Christmas coming up, there's so much um you know around because Christmas is all about crafting as is Easter and other you know holidays um but you can also craft through food you know you can make food gifts those kinds of things it's yeah so I definitely recommend downloading Pinterest have a look at our website we're www.innercanvas.co.uk and our social media on Facebook and Instagram is at innercanvasofficial that's the handle Mm-hmm. Um, yeah you can just dm me or pm me anytime you like if you've got any questions or if you need any help yeah i'll definitely pop your um details into the website so you're still doing the subscription boxes yep. so people can just go and i know that because i've had a little nosy you can go in and like pick a project as well right so like yep. um from like some of your old 
projects and things yeah. like that. And you can pick just if you just want to try a kit and see how it is. Um, we're doing 10% off at the moment. So you can just, you know, the code's on the website. You see, you can just have a look. And um, what was I going to say? <laughs> just, yeah, no, just pick a project and see what you like. Um, I, I wouldn't say that the projects are completely like beginner friendly you would need to have a little knowledge of needlework for example say for example like sewing buttons but if you could sew a button then you could definitely do something like embroidery okay fabulous I love that is there anything else that you wanted to share about your love of crafting and just the mindfulness aspect or anything else that we haven't touched on already um no I don't want to repeat myself I might just kind of say that you know craft is a therapy um it's very therapeutic it's really good for you and I think getting back to basics um you know in the olden days people used to sit around and make blankets together they sew together they would um you know craft together basically and I think that womanhood sisterhood community feel where you might be with a grandma and auntie your mum your sister you know all in the same room making something we've lost that we've really lost that and it's crafting's about getting back to that um that essence and just finding out you know who you are and mm. you can do that through craft and that's pretty amazing and there's no medication um you can get away from it all and it's it's just like reading a book you can be completely lost um in a different world and your story shows how you can shift so much by just consistently carrying on your practice on a weekly basis and like how far you came in like 10 weeks that's just amazing isn't it if you were like for how many years before you were while you were pregnant after your little one was born that you were struggling and that that's it you found the right thing for you and it just changed everything and I just love it when people find that thing so that's why I wanted to have you on in case anybody that's listening try it out like especially if other techniques aren't working for you like it could be the thing that you need to sort of shift your um you know you're it's shifting your state that's what in nlp coaching it sounds like when you're crafting you go into what we call the coach state which is just really um your chilled balanced true self you know where life is so much easier when you're in that place rather than when you're all triggered and stressed it's just a lot difficult and i think it's a great tool to help you access that which is fabulous but it's been an absolute pleasure having you i'm so glad that you came on and um definitely buy her gifts because they are amazing thank you so much thanks thank you and there we have it guys an episode completed i hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind there was alarm bells going you were all like ding that's totally me because that's what i was like when i started this journey and that is the start of the process finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life so i really hope it was helpful and before the next episode coming out next wednesday be sure to check us out on instagram so it's hearts underscore underscore happiness also we have a youtube channel where i share the videos i create for instagram on so you can check that out they come on about once a week and then we also have a facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation i want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas and then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk which you can check out 
to join our mailing list so that as I create new services and support tools for you all, you're the first to find out. And I have a freebie on there, so definitely check that out. It's five books that transformed my healing. So if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here, these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge. So definitely check that out. And I will speak to you next week. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness. Take care.